Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Trick Podcast. Join Gosso TV on this beautiful, what is today, Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. How to survive personal attacks. How to overcome, how to survive, what to do. This happened to a friend that I've been, uh, I'm her life coach. I'm a spiritual life coach, FYI. If you want to sign up for that, it's only $1,000 a year. Very, very reasonable rates. It's about $100 a month, basically, or so. And you can go to davidtrigger.com slash spiritual life coach. The link is at the bottom of this video. But I'm helping a friend, <clears throat> a client, and she's been dealing with a lot of personal attacks at work over the last, I guess, couple of years. And we were going over some tools that I thought maybe would be helpful to you in case you're dealing with something similar, whether it's at work or maybe it's someone in your life, uh, a loved one, maybe someone you're married to or a friend. And so I want to go to the uh, PIP, as they call it, picture in picture. I have here my handy dandy notebook that will help us understand and see what I, what I was teaching her. So the way that I describe attacks or personal attacks are like cancer cells that are basically raging war against your your life against how you are against your personhood against your 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 emotions and and against your your livelihood and there are obviously ways that people normally deal with these things primarily you could say violence is one of them. Some people obviously can turn to violence, especially in relationships. They, If it's more of a professional thing, then of course you have gossip or maybe you have some sort of meeting where you do look for a mediator or some sort of professional, I guess, aid. But in terms of your personal life and how you yourself can process personal attacks, I see it as cancer cells. So here's this little square. This is you, right? That's your story, the way that you perceive yourself. For example, you're a very kind person. Or let's take it more into the professional environment. You're a hard worker. You're an employee or a, or a manager or a, an assistant who works hard, who's on time, who does her or his best to, to care for the customers, to do the right thing. And so you have this narrative, you could say, or this story of who you are. That's all inside of that box. Now, what happens, though, let me see if I can find another color here, perhaps. Let's see if I can be fancy, as I am not, but I try to be. So then there are these cancer cells. So these are attacks upon your livelihood, your personhood. So these, these events, these cancer cells... They come like, um, yeah, they're events, they're accusations, attacks that come against you. And in that moment, you have, as I said, an option, or at least two options. You can either fight or flight, or you can freeze. You can defend yourself. If it's a professional thing, you can say, that's not true. This is unfair. This is unjust. You can yell, scream. You can do more professional things, as I said. Or what other people tend to do is they run away from these things because of the pain. It's too painful. And so they, 
they maybe try to make the situation better by working harder, doing more, even though really the, the other person is the one who's attacking you. And obviously there's always two sides to every story, but you are, you're feeling victimized. You're feeling attacked unfairly. Now, when it comes to these three cancer cells, right, what they're trying to do is destroy how you view yourself. Instead of you feeling that you're a kind person, these people or these events, they're making you doubt that. They're causing you to think, well, maybe I'm not very kind. Maybe I am. Maybe they're right and I'm wrong. Or, as I said, you could fight against those things. You could say, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm the best. I'm, I'm very professional and it's all your fault. But maybe after that, you might still deal with the shame. And so some of the normal, I guess, uh, results of, of these kinds of events that are very unfortunate are fear. You could deal with fear. I guess that's upside down. huh? <laughs> Let me try to fix that display here. Let's see here if I can flip it the other way. So rotate that 90 degrees. That's not it. Okay. Uh, let me get rid of that one. Display capture. Okay, hold on here. Trying to do a few little things. Rotate. Okay. There's almost. That's almost what I want, but not quite. Let me rotate it one more time. Rotate. Okay. I think that works. Okay. So ways that we tend to deal with attacks upon ourselves is fear. We're afraid. We might deal with shame because people's attacks, they hurt us and maybe we didn't defend ourselves like we wanted to. And so we feel shame or anger, right? Those are the three major ways that we tend to deal with, with attacks, fear, shame or anger all three of course but one of them tends to be the one that lingers and so for this client that i'm seeing i'm helping as her spiritual life coach shame is her major one at first she will she fought against it and she was very strong and basically stood her ground but then i don't know maybe like a year into the situation now that she's been through some transitions She's now dealing with some deep shame that we're working through. And so that's where we're at these last few months is working through this shame. So now what I'm doing to help her understand what to do, because the events or these three things, in her case, I think there were maybe one or two, but let's just say these three events, they, they happen a while back now. So they're no longer happening right now. So this is after the fact, a year later or so. So how do you then deal with these things, with these attacks that are still there? Well, as I said, some people will tend to ignore them because they're so painful. Other people, I've had other clients that they give in to them, that they really become victimized. And so they deal with depression, with anxiety that comes from perhaps the consequences, or maybe they're dealing with huge levels of fear, or they're still angry. And so some, some people, that's kind of what, what hangs on is the anger. So here's what I was, here's what I'm recommending. So you have to draw basically a bigger box. It's really where we're going here. So let me go back to green. Let's see if I can find that nice green. Okay. 
You have to, mm, let me see if I can erase the fear. Well, I want to erase it. You have to draw a bigger box and fill it with the grace of Jesus. This is a cross. These are crosses. They're not T's, they're crosses. Nor X's, <laughs> they're crosses. So that you can then expand your life beyond the pain that you see and beyond the accusations to this next level that awaits you that really is <clears throat> are your goals and dreams because outside of the situation that you're currently facing is a place called gozo right is a life that awaits you that's filled with your purpose that's a p for purpose with your dreams d for dream your goals your aspirations the the service that you want to do you want to help more people you want to accomplish your dreams but in order for you to get there you have to address these three i know it's kind of messy up there on the screen but you have to address these three cancer cells by creating a bigger story so instead of you telling yourself let's say a year later oh i'm so ashamed that i gave in to those accusations or i'm so ashamed that i let them win or I'm so afraid that what they said is true. I am a very angry person. I do deal with perfectionism. I do tend to cut corners and lie. And so you live under the, uh, the guilt of fear, shame, or anger. Okay. And so, and what happens is the story that you used to tell yourself to overcome those things, basically back to this green box here, those tricks, you could say, no longer work. You, you can no longer make sense of your life and of these painful situations, experiences, by being the usual you. You can no longer overcome these trials just by being per perfect or by working harder or by being the best student, or being the best wife or husband, or things happen, and you begin to realize that your, your initial story is no longer working. You can no longer defeat these enemies by, by, the, by your normal ways, by the regular ways, by, by the usual things that you, that you used to do. You have to grow. You have to draw a bigger box around these cancer cells and fill those those tribulations and those trials and defeat them really through the blood of Jesus and Revelation says, Revelation 9 says, by the power of your testimony. So basically you take, let's say this is the first offense, second offense or third offense or events. You take that first offense, maybe it's someone at work who said some really nasty things about you. And instead of you running away from that situation when you're thinking back on it, or you getting angry every time you think about it, or you being filled with shame, instead you say, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, I call victory over that lie, in the name of Jesus. And I release its hold that it has upon me, in Jesus' name, by the blood of the Lamb. So this is Revelations chapter 9 that we're dealing with here. I'm going to write this down here. Revelation 9, I think it's verse 17, but you may want to check that. It says that the way that we overcome the schemes of the devil, the lies of the devil, because that's what these are, is through the blood of Jesus and the witness or the, the word of our testimony. Meaning you have to say 
certain, quote, magic words. They're not magic. They're just powerful in the name of Christ. But you have to use certain words to defeat these enemies. Because these enemies are powerful. They're more powerful than before. They become stronger the more that you let them sit there or the more that you try to overcome them through your usual ways by either go- going into addictions or to drugs, alcohol, or you, or you become angry, you become violent, or by running away, giving into them and falling into depression or anxiety or suicidal thoughts. These demons can destroy you. These attacks of the enemy are there to destroy you and if you keep trying to do the same thing you're going to have to you're going to give in to them they're going to destroy you but instead you you need to learn we need to learn how to overcome these events by the blood of jesus as i said the blood of jesus number one is the blood of jesus that's one b and number two is by the word w of your testimony you have to speak life into yourself you have to speak to that particular event that person that sin that event that pit in your stomach that anxiety that shameful moment or job or situation you have to speak to it you have to defeat it by the blood of jesus because we know that the bible says that there are all these obstacles that they 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 mount up against us they they rise up against us to destroy you so you have to then defeat them by the word of by the testimony of, of, our, of our mouths. You have to defeat them by the blood of Jesus and the word of your testimony because they do come against us to destroy us. And, and it's not always, as I said, a thing of fear. Sometimes people might think that they're defeating these things because they're constantly angry or they're not able to forgive and so they're holding on to that revenge or that rage or that resentment or that pain all of those things is basically you letting the devil win. You're letting Satan win if, if that's how you're responding to these people or situations. Even if they're painful things like you, someone killed someone that you loved or you lost your mom to, to a disease or, or something horrible happened to your siblings or to you. That's why these things are, are very difficult to overcome with the usual ways of, of your of your first maybe 20 years or 15 years or however you used to ha- <clears throat> excuse me handle things you, you know you can no longer defeat these things through the through your usual ways you, you you can tell these enemies are more powerful than the than the ones you used to face 10 years ago or maybe they're the same ones but they've grown they've become more emboldened and more powerful more lethal so you have to use new weapons, not the weapons of this world of violence and addictions and rage or pain or depression or suicide, but the weapons, like the Bible says, the weapons of our warfare are mighty through Christ. The weapons of our warfare are not of this world. They're mighty through Christ. So you have to speak de- defeat, you could say, speak victory, or you have to defeat these people, the situations that are that are that are accosting you, that are coming against you. You have to get clear on what those two, three things are, those events, those people. And you have to speak two things, the blood of Jesus and the word of your testimony. What does the word of your testimony mean? In the name of Jesus, I speak blessing to that person who injured me. In the name of Jesus, I speak forgiveness over that situation. I mean, we're talking about very painful, difficult things. These are not going to be things you want to do. As I said, 
If, if you were able to defeat them with the old you, then you would have done it by now. You have to make a bigger box, that green box right there. That is, you have to grow. You have to mature. That's what the Bible says. We have to mature in Christ. And that expansion is so painful for most people. And most of us don't expand. Instead, we retreat back to the same box that we grew up with, to the same habits that we saw in our parents or that we've carried for years. Alcohol, yelling, screaming, violence, gangs, sexual abuse, promiscuity, you name it. And we think that those are the ways that we're going to be able to defeat these powerful enemies, but we won't be able to. They will defeat you. You have to learn new tricks, new powerful tools. You have to rewire. It's not just your brain, but really your whole life. But it starts with your brain, of course, with your mind. And then you have to have the right tools. Then you have to have a picture. Hopefully this picture helps. (coughs) Excuse me. Helps. So that you can expand your, your story. So that now, your story, let's say a year from now, let's say the green box, now your story is, yes, I went through that horrible loss. Yes, I got fired from that job. Or yes, I screwed up with that, in that relationship. But the grace of God changed my life. He saved me. He gave me peace. He, he gave me a, a heart of forgiveness towards that person. Or I stopped being violent. Or I, or I, I, I quit drugs and alcohol and, and suicidal thoughts. I overcame those particular events through the blood of Jesus and the word of my test the word of our testimony. And so now your story, let's say a year from now, imagine this is now April 2023, you're looking back at this year, maybe the last few years, and you can say, yes, but the grace of God. Yes, if but yet, but if not for the grace of God, where would I be? And so your story, that green box, is now greater. It's a greater story. You have grown. You have you have you have expanded your, your story and the way that you think, your mind. You've expanded it. You've grown as an individual. You can now process what happened to you, those painful things. But instead of giving in to them or, or succumbing to them or, or fighting against them through violence and through, and through rage, you now can speak to them kindly with the power of Jesus. This is not easy. This is super difficult. It's you being able to process, I have a friend, another friend that I am coaching, the death of his wife. How do you speak to God and to yourself about the death of your, of your wife? If not through expanding your, your story. You have to expand the box. You have to grow. You have to. This is, this is hard work. Just why people don't do this. They, they remain caught in that little box of their own devices. But God wants you to grow. He wants to help you grow your life, to expand your narrative, to include the painful things, and to speak blessing to them, to speak forgiveness into them, to speak deliverance from them, so that you're not bound by these things. Instead, you are able to to speak about them with kindness, with love, with joy, with peace, with understanding, with the grace of God, so that you can then move beyond that box, the green box that you see there, to that cloud that's outside of that, which is your purpose, your dreams, your, your success, your goals. 
All of those things that we all long for are outside, are beyond maybe, or are on the other side of expansion, are on the other side of you telling a new story about yourself. Instead of you saying, oh yeah, I'm a drug, I'm a drug baby, or I, I hate the person who, who took my kids away, or God took my father or I hate that job, or I hate that church, or I can't stand that person when I see them online. If you keep telling yourself that story, you're stuck. You're giving into the power of the enemy. You're giving into those cancer cells. And what happens with cancer cells? They grow and they kill you. And that's what people go through all the time, spiritually, mentally, physically. Because sometimes they don't even see. People don't see what's going on. They think that... Their rage will get them through it. Or their addictions will get them through it. Or if I can just work hard enough, I can be just the perfect woman or the perfect husband or the perfect child. Or if I can just get better grades or be the perfect wife, then I can ease the pain. But that pain will remain. The pain will wait for you. It could be something that happened to you or something that you did. Both are tools of the enemy to defeat you and to basically kill you spiritually, mentally, physically. Or we can overcome these things. Doesn't mean that you're forgiving the person who maybe molested you. I mean, I know these are painful things. Doesn't mean that you are happy that your father died or that you lost your sibling or that you lost that job that you loved. Doesn't mean that you are saying that person didn't violate your rights. But you are taking away Satan's power over those circumstances. Those things happened. But you have the choice to either stay within that box of fear, anger, and shame, or to speak truth and love and forgiveness and grace by the blood of Jesus into those people so that you can tell a bigger story that includes the painful things, but now you can speak of them with kindness and with the power of Jesus so that you can then be released to the greater level, to that next level of blessing in your life, which awaits you. That's why the Bible says that he's not come to, to defeat you or to, you know, he, for, for, he says, for I know the plans I have for you, not plans to destroy you, not plans to harm you, but to give you a purpose and a hope. Now, when these three cancer cells come, it feels like God is against us, like life is out to get us. You look at all these things around you and you say, I have to fight back, right? I have to go back to my old ways. I have to stay in my story. I'm the victim. Oh, that's why I overeat. Oh, that's why I never sleep. Or that's why I'm always going from guy to guy, from man to man, relationship to relationship. That's why I'm the way I am. I give into it. Or you live with shame. It's a lot of people live with deep levels of shame. And so when you live in shame, you, you can't really, you can't experience joy. You can't experience happiness. But when you and I defeat those lies of the enemy, and these are big lies. These are the big things that you're facing right now. The big rocks, as some people call it. The big demons that are out there, those things that have been in your life for 20, 30, 40 years or five years, whatever it is, those bigger things, you have to defeat them in the name of Jesus. Otherwise, they will take over and they will destroy your life. You have to defeat them so that you can then create a bigger story. By a box, I mean a story. That when you think on those horrible things that happened to you when you were a child or 
or at work or or in our relationship that you have grown enough in your own maturity in Christ denying fear shame and anger that you can then say but the grace of God but if not for Jesus where would I be that's the power of a of a testimony of a, of a woman or of a, or of a man freed by Christ empowered by Christ and then what happens when you're able to tell your full story with love and grace and kindness and the blood of Jesus expansion happens you're then able to go beyond that green box to your dreams but some people want to jump from here to their dreams they want to they want to kind of take this leap without addressing those three cancers they're trying to drag themselves and those three cancers or maybe for you it's more than three maybe it's ten one whatever it is those big rocks you're trying to drag them into your future and guess what happens you can't right those things will weigh you down the bible says a sin that so easily entangles us you keep getting entangled in the same old habits year after year after year your hurts habits and hang-ups you keep going into the same problems the same situations the same people the same addictions over and over again and you're actually getting worse because you're becoming more afraid more filled with shame and more angry you can't jump you can't gaslight as they call it you can't spiritual bypass this growing of your character these tests that God is bringing your way that's why James 1 says we have to consider a joy when we face these three cancer cells when you face a disease a bankruptcy a loss of a friendship or a loss of your marriage or maybe the death of a loved one these are not easy things I'm not saying these are simple things these are painful things these are horribly painful things and I think maybe the maybe the the, the greatest of, of maybe the, the best advice I can give you is to give yourself time is to do this but to this is a clock I'm trying to draw here <laughs> that's a clock I guess is to make sure that you give yourself time because this is not a race to the bottom or to the top this is not you trying to be the perfect human being this takes time because these things are monumental painful things that you've been dealing with for many many years these issues of the heart of your character of and as i said sometimes often there are things that happen to you and then and they cause certain thoughts up that you think well i guess i'm not that image of god i guess i'm not fearfully wonderfully made i must i they must be right i must be that horrible person a horrible man that man who beats his wife that woman who's who overeats and who can't stay off of drugs or that young person who is always hiding and, and trying to be the perfect kid i guess they're right i guess i might as well just give into it i guess i might as well just become the devil that people think i am the black sheep right no you have to defeat those lies by the power of the blood of jesus and by the word of your testimony and and then draw that bigger box as you see there speaking truth into those things breaking down every obstacle just destroying every obstacle that rises up against you that's what the bible says we have to destroy every argument these are arguments that rise up against you the same two three arguments you're you're horrible you're you're you should be ashamed of yourself you are imperfect you're messing up you're a liar a deceiver you're unloved you are you're alone you, you will not you will never mount up to anything you you have no skills you name it these are arguments that are up to destroy you 
But we have to, it says, defeat them. We have to overcome them by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. Because these things, they rise up against us to destroy us. And I was, I was talking to uh, my client about this, and I showed her a picture of asteroids, of the game Asteroids. And I said, it's kind of like the, like the game Asteroids back in the 80s, if you remember that. You have little triangle, airplane, spaceship in the middle, and you have these huge asteroids, boom, 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 boom. Bomb, bomb, and they're coming against you, right? And you have to shoot them. And sometimes, though, when you just when you shoot the big rocks, what happens? It breaks into five little, six little rocks. Now you have six rocks to deal with, and you have to begin to move around. And man, it can become crazy. But if you just stand still, and you don't shoot, and you just stand still, what happens? Those rocks, those asteroids, will kill you. I mean, I know you have three lives, but. And sometimes we may have more than one chance in, in real life, right? Maybe two or three lives, but you have to shoot back. You have to destroy these arguments that come against you. You have to demolish them, the Bible says, through your, the blood, which is the spiritual part, and then the word of your testimony, which is the, your earthly part. So it has to be a spiritual component and a physical part component. You have to have the right spiritual presence and power and you have to have the the words that are powerful it's both and you have to be so connected to god that you know who you are and you have the the love and the and the capacity to forgive and then you have to have the actions you have to forgive you have to speak into that you have to write down a, a new life a new narrative for yourself you have to Instead of you saying, okay, yeah, I'm always this, I'm always a screw-up, or I'm, I'm mad at the world, or, or these people are horrible, you have to rewrite your spiritual, your spiritual story. You have to rewrite your, your, really your life, your narrative, your life story. You have to rewrite it. It's like a script on your life, or a script for your life. You have to rewrite the script. Right now, the script includes, yes, all the beautiful things about your childhood, all the things you've done, amazing and great, but you're jumping over, you're gaslighting, as I said, you're, you're spiritually bypassing those painful things because you have no way to deal with them. Growing into or creating this, this greater box, this green box, it's about rewriting your emotional script. That's my shout out to my friend, Becky Harling. You have to rewrite your emotional script. You have to say, Lord, this happened to me in 2018, and here's what I'm, I'm doing. Here's what I normally feel, fear, shame, anger. And by the blood of Jesus, with these verses, with the help from a coach, with you, your Holy Spirit, by the blood of Jesus, I am able now to speak differently about that situation that happened in 2018. And you rewrite your script. You rewrite your story. And it includes now that horrible event that you've been running from, that you don't know how to even address. It's too emotional to even think about. Or that you've been giving into. You, it's been destroying you for years. Causing you to play small, to be small, to not be the true you, to not live a life of gozo. You have to rewrite your emotional script to now include in this green box those painful cancer cells, but defeated they're defeated now. They're no longer active. They're now dormant in recession. Remission, excuse me. You have to be able to get to that place because then on the other side of that will come 
that life that we all long for, that those dreams that you want of a business that, that's successful, of, of a healthy body, of the family that you've always dreamed of, of the music and art that you want to create, of the kind of man and woman that you want to be, of peace and love and kindness, so you can create a beautiful marriage or, 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 or have amaz- an amazing career and not bring those same things into your next life. <laughs> And not repeat the same mistakes. So now your kids are going to do the same mistakes that you made. And that's where generational ancestral sin comes from. You have to break that cycle in Jesus' name. The cycle of drugs, the cycle of anxiety, the cycle of alcoholism, the cycle of violence, the cycle of gangs and depression, the cycle of perfectionism, the cycle of of, of being legalistic and, and measuring everyone and judging everyone else. You have to grow. If you really want to achieve the success that you want, that we all want. And this process is, uh, is very possible. I know many people that have done it. You can always tell those people because they live lives of gozo, lives of joy. And they can talk about, they're, 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 they're able to talk about, they're, I wouldn't say confident, but they definitely are conversational with their pain. You've met those people? Not those who say, oh, woe is me, or oh, I mean, we have plenty of those people, right? You're always complaining, the woe is me crowd. Those people, they have so much work to do still. But don't you love when you meet someone who's able to be, who's able to be conversational about grief, loss, death, bankruptcy, addictions, whatever it is, and they can speak to them with power? They can speak about them with joy, with a lightness about them, about it. They can, they can see the good in it. They can see how God used those situations to bring them to a higher level. Right? Those are the people that we all admire. Those are the people that we all long to be. I long to be that man. I am in the process, in the journey with you to become a different kind of person who's not just giving in to the same three demons every year, but who's expanding my, my box by the blood of Jesus, so I can reach that next level. That's what we all want. And that's what I think, I know, it's what God wants for all of us. And so if maybe you are in that place where you would like to be coached, as I said, I'm a spiritual life coach, davidtrick.com slash slash spiritual life coach, English o Espanol. It's only $1,000 a year. You can do four payments, two fifty each, or two four payments, or two payments of five hundred each, or you can pay a hundred dollars a month, which would be a little more per year. But I would love to help you and walk you through some of your own feelings of fear, shame, anger, as I'm learning, as I'm growing in this, so that you can rewrite your emotional script, create a bigger story that includes those things, those painful situations that you can't even talk about but you're doing it with grace and with the love of God so that you can become all that you are meant to be in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for being here. Let me know your thoughts. Follow me on Instagram at David Trigg. And I'll see you next time. Adios.